it's such a thick file with the number of people that have been talked to, uh, the number of different things that have been looked at. I think I can confidently say that we believe that there probably was some foul play uh, involved. There is that one thing, that one piece of evidence, or that one statement, or that one eyewitness recollection that is out there. That's, that's what we're looking for. May 1966, Bill Clinton was president. Bone Thugs and Harmony was topping the charts with their number one hit, Crossroads. And millions of Americans were headed to the theater to watch Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. And on May 24th, Ben Wilberding was last seen leaving work in Lincoln County and was never seen again. For years, uncorroborated tips and little to no concrete evidence have stumped authorities. Today, they're no closer to bringing Ben home. Unless you can help. I'm Cassandra Cepeda, and this is Forgotten, Ben Wilberding, Small Town Crime. If you're familiar with Wisconsin, you know there's a charm to its Northwoods towns, rural landscape, and quiet communities. It's the kind of place that suited Ben Wilberding. My understanding was he led a very private life. Um, not to say that he was necessarily a loner, but kept to himself a little bit. Didn't have a big circle of friends um, or acquaintances, but just was quietly unassuming. The 21-year-old lived on his family's property just a few miles west of Tomahawk on County Road CC. Our team went out to the place Ben once called home. His trailer is gone, and today all that remains is what looks like the frame of an old garage and a fallen mailbox with the number 7564, Ben's old address. It's been 27 years since police went to the property looking for him, the first time. In May of 1996, the 21-year-old had just started a new job at Heard Millwork in Merrill, which is about a 30-minute drive south from his home in the town of Wilson. And I mean, he just started. He literally worked two days before he didn't show up again. Here's the breakdown. Ben's first day was Wednesday, May 22nd. Thursday, he showed up for his second shift and walked out when he was done. According to investigators, that was the last time Ben was officially seen by anyone. And by the way, never picked up his paycheck. For transparency's sake, this is the first of many discrepancies to come, which I'll get into in a little bit, so hold tight. For a quick recap, Ben was last seen Thursday, May 23rd. He didn't show up for work on Friday. Then on May 29th, six days later, Ben's mom got involved. She had reported him missing, um, hadn't had any contact with him in a couple of days, which had been a little bit unusual. What followed is what you'd expect. Investigators reached out to Ben's acquaintances and people who knew him to try to get a better understanding of his day-to-day -day activities. Things like what he was doing, where he might be going, and any romantic partners. But what they got wasn't fruitful. If anything, they got their first of many hurdles. A lot of the people that were interviewed back at that time wanted to remain confidential um, or anonymous. And so we don't have any record of who exactly was talked to. We have some record of what they said, um, you know, through reading the reports and reviewing some of the other um, documents and stuff from back in 1996. However, um, without being able to necessarily re-interview those people because we don't, we simply don't know who they are. But why? 
If Ben was leading a quiet life, what would cause the people around him to be so tight-lipped? One potential reason is that they may know something and be afraid of some kind of retaliation. Uh, another reason may be that they're just very private individuals who don't like to get involved in anything that's outside their own personal business. Uh, so it's hard to say, but we, we have to absolutely respect that or we wouldn't get anything from them. I get that, but it's also kind of a red flag for me. Not too a possible red herring. While doing my research for this case, I saw a lot mentioned online about a maroon car. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it listed as purple, red, and maroon. Sources from the Charlie Network and the Wisconsin Department of Justice say Ben was last seen getting into a maroon car with two other people. But investigators say this information isn't 100% reliable. There was a, a witness who stated he thought that uh, he saw him getting into a maroon car somewhere up in the neighborhood of where he lived um, and heading up towards US Highway 8. I asked who this witness was, but he wouldn't or couldn't say. However, he was adamant that the information about the car has never truly been verified. We have not been able to specifically determine that there even was one. When I say, when I say that, that that statement has never been corroborated, there's no evidence or anything to suggest that it either is or isn't true. The voice you're hearing is Lieutenant Andy Vanderweist with the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office. He was a detective in the Bureau back in 2008 and was involved in the investigation back then. For over two decades, the lieutenant says the department identified a couple of people of interest, but wouldn't share their names or why they were under suspicion in the first place. There have not been any arrests. Um, nobody's ever been uh, you know, brought in involuntarily or held. Um, in regards to the case. Um, again, it, it was dealing with a lot of circumstantial evidence that hasn't been able to be you know, corroborated to the point where um, you know, we felt comfortable being able to make an arrest or, or certainly with charging anybody. During our interview, Lieutenant Vanderweist was pretty open. He did his best to answer my questions, except for this one. Along with um, that vehicle that I've seen online, people talking about it, there were um, mentions of uh, social security and license being found of his. I'm not gonna talk about that one, sorry. But I am. According to the National Missing and Identified Persons System and several other websites, weeks after Ben disappeared, police found his driver's license and social security card on a different person. Police investigated that person but found no evidence linking him to the crime. To be clear, the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office did not confirm if Ben's license or social security cards were found on someone or that they were recovered at all. They would only say that the cards were not where they were expected to be. And that they talked to people about the missing social security card and driver's license but wouldn't reveal the results of those discussions. It's still an open investigation where Certain details can't go out just because it may interfere with where we're able to go or the cooperation that we're able to get or anything like that. It's true. While the case might be cold, it's certainly not closed. Since I've been here in 2004, I would say that on average it's probably been, it's probably come up 
every two to three years. Um, I had all the different years written down, um, 96, 2001, 2003, 2007, 2009, 10, 12, 14, 22, and even this year there's reports. But there is one year missing from the numbers he rattled off. According to an article in the Merrill Photo News, in 2010, investigators along with the state crime lab used cadaver dogs and equipment to search the area where Ben was last known to be living. It's unclear what new information prompted the search, but in the end, no sign of human remains was found on the property. The lieutenant says other properties of Ben's family were also searched with the same conclusion and Ben's body has yet to be found. Is it possible Ben simply left the area? Maybe, but detectives say it's not likely. Remember, he had just started a new job. And through their interviews, investigators learned that Ben moved back to the area in the first place because his mom was having some health issues and he wanted to spend some time with her. So if a son is willing to go through the trouble of moving to be with family, I feel like it's unlikely he'd up and leave on his own free will. Now, that's my two cents. I'll let the professional give you his opinion. Especially given the amount of time, it's not like um, he disappeared with the intention of not being found. Some trace of him probably would have turned up if, it, if he had been missing on his own volition. Um, being that um, this much time has gone by, there has been no trace of him, um, I think it's fair to say that there likely was some foul play. Um, what that foul play was at this point, we just don't know. That's the truth. They don't know, and the sheriff's office isn't sure they ever will. But Lieutenant Vanderweist is hopeful. Am I confident that we will solve it? Um, I'm confident that we will continue to try. Obviously, the goal of any missing person investigation would be to find that missing person. But until Ben turns himself in or his remains are found, the only thing police say they really need is you. The key piece might be somebody's recollection of a conversation that they had with Ben immediately prior to him having disappeared. Um, a conversation or an encounter that they had with somebody else who knew Ben. I would encourage people to come forward if they have something, whether or not they think that it's important or relevant um, to the investigation. It may seem very insignificant um, out in the community, but for us and where we're at with the investigation, it might be that missing link. Ben, if you're out there listening, your family is still looking for you and investigators haven't given up hope of learning what happened. You have not been forgotten. Today, Ben Wilberding would be 48 years old. He's five foot 10 with brown eyes and brown hair and was last seen wearing blue jeans and a t-shirt. If you know anything about his disappearance or where he is today, please call the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office at 715-536-6272.